Hello and welcome to the Flatback 3. We're live. We're all together. We're on podcast. We've just come back from seeing Thor Love and Thunder. Second time for me and Alistair. First time for George. This is our live reaction video. I'm going to take this up a bit so that it's not staring at my dick. Um, gents, George, you saw it for the first time. What did you think, mate? Um, I think I would have to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. You were You were like... Pessimistic about it going in. Mm. You were more pessimistic coming out. Yeah. What well, were your main thoughts on it? Well, bits I liked about it. I love the shadow sort of bite scene. Shadow realm, yeah. Shadow realm, love that with that. And I just loved Gore the Butcher. I just thought um, Christian Bale as an actor and his character was just amazing. Gore the Butcher. Got his shop on outside where he sells steaks. Only <laughs> <laughs> sausages. Yeah, he's got sausages, <laughs> burgers on a Bit Sunday. Bit steak all rum. Liver! It's, it's the right season. It's How many right kilos? Season. So... Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, love Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. I think we are all in agreement that Gore the God Butcher was the best thing about the movie. Yeah. Um, we're going to break down like certain bits that we liked, we didn't like, and the like sort of impact of it going forward. But, I mean, like you said, there were things that we weren't crazy about, things mm -hmm. that we were crazy about. Let's talk about it step by step. The first half an hour, 45 minutes of the movie are an absolute shit fest. Because the movie just throws everything at you in the first 30 minutes. Mm. You said it, I said it, you said it. Alistair, you were the most positive on the first half an hour. Yeah. What were your overall thoughts on it? Um, I just kind of, especially with the first half an hour, like, I just like the humour in it. You know, obviously, Guardians were kind of the originals for the humour. And I think it just added a bit more, obviously, with, um, with Thor Ragnarok as well. And, um... <laughs> what are you laughing at? But then, obviously, combining the two, just you knew there was going to be humour in that, and I just loved like I was. I just focused more on the humour. Whoa, okay. We're in There's an assault going on. Yeah. A bit listening to it. No, no, we are no, in Alice's room in Plymouth, yeah. so this is where we're at. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, like the humour is good in Thor, but George, you actually thought that they were trying to cram too much in. So were there any, like, do you want, like, specific moments where you thought this is too much? I mean, I was saying after the film, I love a bit of Marvel humour and yeah. comedy. We all like, do. a little bit, like, here and there, just, like, making fun of the whole, like, sort of film. But it was, like, joke after joke after joke. And it just, I said uh, to you guys after the film, I felt like the target audience changed a lot for mm. the film. The first half an hour, 45 minutes, I almost felt like it was like a kid's film. Yeah. And I just thought it was a bit too silly. I love like slapstick, silly humour. But for me, even for me, I was sitting there thinking, right, I want the film to be a bit more serious. Yeah, because it makes it more difficult then to take the serious scenes seriously. Mm. So like there were the scenes where um, Thor meets Jane in New Asgard and he talks to Valkyrie for the first time since, obviously leaving her at the end of Endgame and goes back to New Asgard. And it was all like, jokey like everything was jokey and it was really difficult to like take the serious bits like when thor even like the the moments where like thor is trying to get mjolnir back obviously he meets jane they go into new asgard's main hall he tries to get mjolnir back and Korg stood there making jokes and mm. then thor's like i'm going to tell a speech starts to speak and then meek is writing on a whiteboard with a mm. board pen and is distracting him and that's a new joke and then he tries to fly away to find the kids with stormbreaker and then crashes into a statue and mm. then comes back and then there's another joke about not calling axel by his name who's heimdall's son there's like joke yeah. after joke after joke mm. after joke and like the serious bits 
I feel like only really came when they were interacting with Gore. Because even when they went to Omnipotent City, which we'll talk about in just a second, Zeus was just making jokes. Mm. So it was really difficult to sort of separate the jokes from the serious. But what I did enjoy, so let, we'll move through the movie, we'll dart all over the place like we always do. When they got to Omnipotent City, once they got to the City of the Gods, I started really enjoying this film, mainly because I was really excited to see all the gods that not only that they name-dropped, but they actually showed us in the movie. So some of the ones they name-dropped were Hercules, they talked about Ra, who's the Egyptian god of the sun, and we've obviously seen God of the Moon um, in Moon Knight, so maybe Ra is going to be involved in the near future. Um, and then we obviously saw a load of gods, including Ninny of the Nonny, which was... Uh, What's his name? Korg's god, yeah. the rock god. I hated the little jokey one of the god of the dumplings. I thought yeah. that was so stupid. Wow. Um, it took me completely out of it for 30 seconds. But Zeus, Russell Crowe as Zeus, I absolutely loved him. You didn't. I just don't feel he sounded like Borat. I just, as soon as he started talking, I was just like, what? I really liked right. it because it was like they were trying to go with the Greek accent. Yeah. I got that, but... Have you guys? I don't suppose you guys have seen the Les Mis film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I yeah, have not. Right, so Russell Crowe is doing an accent in that film, yeah. and like again, it's it's pretty bad. And it just as soon as he started doing a trying doing accent, that like Greek accent, I'm, I'm my brain immediately went to Les Mis. Do you not? And I was think, just like, like, oh, he's trying to put on an accent. Do you not think though, like with the character of Zeus, and this is maybe like part of the reason why some people have slated it online, and maybe why we didn't enjoy it as much as we could have done, is because Zeus was portrayed as like this obnoxious silly character rather than the god of all like he's the king of the gods yeah i mean when you look at like other films that kind of portrayed zeus in uh whether it's animated films or mm. you tend to find or i tend to find anyway that zeus is very much the kind of that omnipotent powerful like father figure yeah and very kind of like uh deep the voice force. and all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly and and but I just imagine putting that in there then, and especially and, after the first half you, hour. Yeah, but if you and if you put Zeus as that kind of person into that scene, the whole scene would change. Yeah, like nothing about that scene would kind of sink. Yeah, well, nothing because... would take place really because, like, being if he's interrupted, well, like Thor. So the the, the way it plays out, Thor interrupts him. Uh, they realise that uh, Zeus is actually. A, an idiot, yeah. and he's being a bit of a twat. But so, well, but if he's not like, but not all. No, I was gonna, I was just gonna say, but not, not also Zeus, but like everyone really. Oh, yeah, so like, 100%. I think, I think maybe it was trying to portray as well what the gods actually are are a mm. bit like. So like, you see it initially with first that first yeah, one you saw, first scene, and and I think that kind of you know just built it up to what it was going to be. And, yeah, because and, Gore gets his powers by encountering his actual god yeah. and recognising that actually he's a self-righteous, doesn't care about mm. his followers. Yeah, like and everything being... that everything that Zeus said when he comes up to Thor, when he's saying, oh, like, you know, yeah, obviously I am scared. Yeah, you know, because he wields the necklace. Yeah, all of these things, I think, like, actually, I just, I just think it made... In a way, it made more sense. Like everything if you had he's this... doing is a front, really. In front yeah, of the gods. exactly. If you, uh, that's a really good way to analyze it. Because then this is a good one, maybe for you to think about. I suppose because it was the second time we saw it, so mm. we sort of went into it knowing what we were going to mm. see, and we could think about it in a different yeah. way. Um, the fact that he's like, he when he goes up to Thor, and it's just him and him, and he's like, "Yeah, 
I am scared. Mm. Secondly, don't talk back to Zeus. Mm. Well, I am the most powerful god. Mm. Thirdly, you're starting to worry other people, mm. so you need to shut up. Yeah. Then he steps away, and Thor asks him for the thunderbolt, and he's like, no! And he starts yeah. throwing it around because he's acting up in front of the other gods. Yeah. So I, that's a really good point, and not a way that I thought about it, but I thought Russell Crowe's portrayal of Zeus was actually really fun. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it, and I thought that it really put across the fact of, like, Zeus is really, really powerful. But by staying in Omnipotent City, he's put on a bit of weight. Like you yeah. said, he looked a bit chubby, yeah. but he's openly admitting they don't listen to the people that they are yeah. the gods of. Yeah. They're not doing mm. anything to save people. They're not providing resource or anything like that. They're just chilling in omnipotence, yeah. having orgies, yeah. which was referenced like six times, which yeah. you really noticed. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. want to give a shout out to one thing that I absolutely loved in this. And we're going to go through like Easter eggs and discussion points after we've gone through like this main plot. Um, I loved the little bit where Valkyrie's like, can we do my plan now? And Thor's like, yeah, let's start attacking them. And they all jump up to attack, and Korg, like all of us would be, is like, ah, oh, no one said go! Yeah. And he's like the last one to the fight. Yeah. Earlier on, he was like, what's the signal? And they yeah. said, I'll say go. And he's like, shit, 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 <laughs> shit, because yeah, yeah. no one said anything. Yeah. Um, so obviously, like, he kills Zeus, kills, we'll discuss that yeah. in just a moment. So he, they steal Thunderbolt, they escape on their goat ship, which is amazing. Um, and they're off. And I think that that's where the film tries to then transition into this serious, serious, this yeah. serious Marvel movie um, along the lines of Ragnarok because they go to the Shadow Realm. My favourite scene in the whole film, including the comedy bit that sets it up when they crash into the planet mm, and the yeah. goats scream. Um, the bit where they are in Gore's, like, I don't know what you call it. It's a tent, but it's mm. like his lair, I suppose. Mm. Um, and Gore... Do you know like, what it reminded me of? Yeah. Like, you know, in Doctor Strange, the shadow... Is that the shadow realm? You know, uh, when he creates the... the dark dimension. Yeah, it reminded yeah, yeah. me of something like that. With Dormammu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was really like creepy, really no, sorry, ominous. Mirror world. Mirror, oh, mirror dimension. Mirror dimension, yeah. That's what it reminded okay. me of. Okay. Like I, I get that, because <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah. I almost... When I saw it, it's like... It's um, what's the word like uh, an illusion almost? Mm, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's really there, it's but actually, really ominous. And when you see him in the distance, he's very small, and he yeah. comes closer and closer. Yeah. And he's, but it takes him a long time. And, this, and that was that part. was the main part of the movie where, like, when they realised what Gore is hunting Thor for specifically. Because I was like, up until that point, I was thinking, God, they're really downplaying Thor because uh, Gore even because Zeus was saying, "Ah, he's killed a few low-level gods. He's not really yeah. that much of a threat to us." Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I was a bit like, "Don't undersell the main villain in the movie." Yeah. But actually, if he gets hold of Thor's weapon, he could end all gods. Mm. Um, and that was a really interesting thing. So they realise that's what it is. Throw uh, Stormbreaker out, and that's when my favourite scene happens: is the bit where he traps them all, yeah. and he's talking mm. to them, and his interaction with Valkyrie yeah. is my favourite bit because you see Christian Bale sort of come out in that yeah. character mm -hmm. where he's like, "Are you Valkyrie?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, how exciting!" Because yeah, he's yeah. like, "Because he's like, you got fucked over by the gods just like I did. Yeah. Your family got killed yeah. whilst the gods sat and did nothing." And mm. she starts to like connect with yeah. it and emotionally explodes. Yeah. I love that bit. And then he starts leaning on Thor and he's like, yeah. pull the axe. And he gets mm. really close and he gets yeah. really personal and he's so sinister. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. love that yeah. scene. Like... Then he steals Stormbreaker. They go to Eternity. Big fight scene. Gore dies. Jane Foster dies. Eternity grants his wish. He doesn't wish for the gods to die. He wishes for his daughter to come back. Yeah. And Thor is now her legal guardian. That's the plot of the film. You gave it a 6.5. Next week, 
Oh, sorry, this week, this Sunday, we're doing a two-hour special um, where we are rating all of oh, the Marvel sorry. movies <laughs> out of ten. Um, it's fine. Mm. I can't remember what I gave mine, but it's around six and a half, seven. Okay. I think I enjoyed it a bit more than you. Okay. You also enjoyed it maybe a bit more than me. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where all our rankings are. But overall, I'd say it's an enjoyable Marvel film. I wouldn't say it's one of their best. No, no chance mm. it's one of their best. Um, but out of 28 films, I mean, it's in the top half, probably, mm. for me. Um, but that will be interesting to discuss next week. So let's talk about some of the key plot points. Um, was there anything specifically you guys wanted to touch on before I go into a bit of a rant and we bounce off uh, some stuff? I think, yeah. I've got bounce off stuff, like bounce off You're stuff. You're better at bouncing yeah, off. That's very off. true. You bouncing off? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, let's talk about one thing. I love the portrayal of gods in the MCU. Because if we actually think about it on a granular level... Gods are aliens. Like mm-hmm. every single god is an alien that has superhuman powers that we recognise mm-hmm. as godlike powers. Thor is, you know, can control thunder, extremely strong, can't really be killed by human weapons. Zeus, pretty much the same. You've got other gods like the Black Panther goddess, who we saw there. We'll discuss that in mm-hmm. just a second. You've got uh, Loki, etc., who are aliens. They're from other planets. Asgard is another planet. Omnipotent City is another mm-hmm. planet, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're aliens that we have deified, and I really like that. There, mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a god. There's just what we believe yeah. to be a god. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really cool way, the way they've portrayed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to ask, do you think there's going to be a scene in the future where Thor kicks the head off of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way the film was going, I wouldn't I wasn't I wouldn't have been surprised if Jesus was in that scene. <laughs> I will I will say that I am quite uh, not pleased because I'm not super religious, but what's the word? Like I'm relieved that they stayed away yeah. from our gods. Like mm. so you haven't had Buddha, yeah. you haven't had God, you haven't had anything that we relate to necessarily. Mm. Um you know, Ms. Marvel stayed away from that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Moon Knight yeah. focused very much on the Egyptian gods. We've had the Norse gods. We've now got the Greek gods. Mm. You know, we've seen a lot of other gods, but all the gods that they teased in the movie were all like piss takey, jokey yeah. ones. And there were loads yeah. in the background, like there were the dragon gods. They showed like the gods of dreams, the god of light, the god of uh, like the samurai god as well, who's in the background and stuff. So there's some really interesting stuff in there. And I really like the fact that they're all aliens. Like, They've explained it in Black Panther as well, how the panther god um, who gave them the power of the Black Panther fell from the sky. So basically is an alien who crash landed and mm-hmm. along came then the purple flower that I can't remember the name of it. And then Adamant- uh, not Adamantium, that's Wolverine. Uh, what am I trying to say? Captain America's shield made out of um, vibranium. vibranium. Thank you. So vibranium comes along with that crash landing, yeah. aliens again. So I really enjoy that. And whilst we're on the Black Panther goddess, Let's talk about her because she was in Omnipotent City. I don't, I, you I guys didn't, didn't notice. notice didn't even notice at first time. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting because they were sat in front of the four titular characters mm. um, as they were listening to Zeus speak. The only empty throne was next to her in the whole of Omnipotent City. Do you think that might be where Chadwick Boseman ends up? Do you think maybe that's the way they'll pay respect to him that they induct maybe. him into Omnipotent City as a god? What, in a future... In Well, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, comes out in November. Yeah. I've been trying to rack my brain about how they're going to skate mm. around the real-life mm. death of Chadwick Boseman. Do they reference it, or do they not? And is there maybe a scene, and obviously I don't want to, them to use like a CGI face or try and use like old footage or anything mm. like that, but say that he's passed on to whatever, you know, they 
they go to the astral plane, but maybe he's recognised as the most pure of the panther gods mm. or the black panthers, and he is elevated to a status where he becomes panther king alongside mm. the panther goddess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. weird that they had an empty throne next to the panther goddess. Yeah, possibly. I think... Um... I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make such a big, like, if I'm being honest, I don't know if they're going to make as big a thing out of it as I think they have maybe to. we hope. I think they have to. I yeah, don't I think, think they can skate over it completely. No, of course I not. They're not going to no, completely not just like... I think that there's going to be a massive part I, of the I first think they may minutes. have done that yeah. on purpose, mm. leaving that thrown empty, but maybe that's that's the respect thing there. Yeah, by possibly, leaving yeah. It. Yeah, you by know. saying that there's no one that could replace yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what their intention is with Black Panther. Obviously, no one knows at the moment. Uh, we know that Namor. Have you guys seen that? Namor has been confirmed as the, oh, as the villain for that. Oh, I did see um, some today, And Modok is going to yeah. be in it as yes. well. Apparently, yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, Riri Williams is going to appear for the first time as Ironheart as well, which I'm not thrilled about. I think they should leave the Iron Man character where it is, but. Mm. That's another thing for another day. Um, but yeah, no, I think that my one of my favourite scenes, like I say, is Omnipotent City, getting to see all those gods, getting to see the representation of Zeus. Mm-hmm. And shall we talk about end credit scene one? Yeah. Because that was extremely exciting for me. I'm sat in the cinema, first time I watched it with my wife, and I leaned across when Zeus died and went, this is going to set up Hercules' intro into the MCU. And then we started watching the film again. And then end credit scene one comes along, Zeus is still alive, which we'll talk about deaths in the MCU in just a moment. Zeus is still alive, and he is talking about how the wrath of the gods is going to come again because superheroes are essentially gods to humans now, which is fair. Everyone sort of prays for their heroes. And he says, do you understand me, my son? Do you understand me, Hercules? Mm. And Hercules stands up, Mm. and he says, yes, father scene ends yeah the next movie with thor in it is going to have hercules and the gods hunting him down Mm. now hercules in the comics is an extremely brutal character who does not hold back and i cannot wait to watch hercules versus thor on screen i didn't i didn't quite his name oh he's from ted lasso oh is he yeah he plays roy kent and i i cannot remember his name for the life of me um I will Google it quickly, um, but excited for Hercules yeah. or not really sure? No, I think, like you said, the aggression of her, aggression of Hercules, I think, is going to be really interesting. And again, I hope they don't hold back with it when like, you think about it in the comics and that, how he is and how they sometimes kind of water characters down. Mm. I just hope they don't do that and just let this character be naturally who he will be yeah. uh, or should be. Um, and, really, and also just really kind of, because uh, whether it will be Thor's last film or not. I think they should, I think that maybe he should take Thor out. Yeah. Maybe place or replace yeah, Hercules. Interesting. I think that might, Hercules yeah, becomes be. a member of the Avengers in, mm. in the comics. Mm. Hercules, the way he's introduced into the most recent storyline that I've read, um, is that he actually goes into the raft, which is the MCU's prison for killing his mm. wife, um, that they use him then as part of the Avengers to overcome an evil well, threat, and then he ends up actually leading an Avengers team uh, in a really great comic series, which I'd recommend, called No Road Home, mm-hmm. where Hercules and a few other Avengers go through the Nightmare realm, right. um, which is what I was hoping we discussed a lot in WandaVision. Mm. I was hoping Nightmare was going to be the vision yeah. for that. He's a really cool villain. Mm. Um but yeah, I think Hercules. Very excited for Hercules. Very excited for Hercules. I think Hercules should be a big character going forward. 
Yeah, I was just actually going to touch on something that I realised in the film as well is that they touched on it in the, in the plot of the film that they felt that Thor's journey. I think um, Peter Quill mentions it. Like he says right, something so on the lines of, "Yeah, you know, what's your you story? Are. Yeah, you like, don't know who you are. And you've I, lived for a thousand years and you don't know who you are." Yeah, and our, like the evolve, um, you know, the character that we see Thor. You know, he starts off as this serious, really cocky character, and mm. then he turns, you know, it's a bit softer now. As we mentioned at the beginning of the pod, like it was very, he's very joking. Like you know, he's yeah, very... he's trying to play it off. I think mm. at the start of the movie, but the problem, which I think is what you had, is that he's his playing it off is just joke, joke, joke. joke yeah, joke. yeah. He's, I did he's like, the, I did like the subtle things that he's become so shrugging everything off. I don't know the best way to mm. describe that, but he's shrugging everything off so much that when he destroys that temple, mm. he's like not even recognised that he's done that. No, he's just yeah. like, oh, everyone's yeah. welcome. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it's another cracking Thor adventure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I don't know if you noticed, they call him the god of destruction. Yeah. But he did, doesn't yeah. even register no. it. He's like, ah, the king of this planet. Yeah. And they give him the goats. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know if you see this, but they give him the goats and he's like, ah, oh, they're amazing. And they're like, oh, um, yeah. They they're giving to to yeah. him. He's obviously take, hiding something. Yeah. Well, no, but they're taking they're taking the piss by giving yeah. him the goats because yeah. they keep screaming and they like mm. knock stuff over. Amazing. And he's like, they're amazing, and they're mm. like, right. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> want these. Say, don't they? They even say like, oh, well, you can't take them back now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they're yours. You've yeah. already said a gift that we've have. given to you. You said you'll yeah. have them. Take yeah. them with you. Yeah. Um, I love the goats. Tooth Nasher yeah. and Tooth Grinder. If you don't know their names, that's their official names. Yeah, he has a chariot in Norse mythology that's pulled by two goats. I think it's Teeth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. Um, Um, Might be the other way around, but they are freaking awesome. For some reason, I thought there were more. On the trailer, I thought there were more. Like than what, two. more goats yeah. he thought he was Santa Claus I yeah, thought he like, was Santa Claus literally like, when they... <laughs> go dancer go prancer yeah, tooth grinder tooth... oh I was only one okay. I was only two sorry yeah, yeah they're awesome I like the goats in the film they give like I think see they could have been the easy like the easy route to slapstick comedy mm. that didn't have to be Thor mm. and didn't have to be Korg I mean that's a moment in the film that I really don't like and it's something that goes wider for me yeah. is that I'm going to lean in no one in the MCU fucking dies. No one stays dead. Well, I hate it. Like, no one stays dead. Tony? Tony Stark might, but we don't know because they're doing Armor Wars and Riri Williams is coming back. I think he's going to reappear multiple times as a hologram and it's going to mm. fuck me off if he does. Mm. No one dies. In this film, Korg dies. Mm. And then it turns Shocking. out he's still alive. And it was a big shock mm. when Korg's like, oh, I'm perishing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a callback to Perishable Rock. Yeah. It's an emotional scene. Maybe this is what will cause Thor to really fire yeah. up. Yeah. And it does because then he kills Zeus yeah. seconds after. Mm. Then he finds out Korg is still alive. Yeah. And I was like, either don't tease it or kill him. Mm. Because the tease of not... Because this, it, I think this maybe links into what you said in terms of why I don't take some stuff with Marvel as seriously, and I don't really, it doesn't resonate with me as much Marvel since Endgame because there's no follow through. No, um, everyone's point. they retcon everything within the next scene. Mm. Korg dies, Zeus dies, Korg's alive. End credit scene, Zeus is still alive. Mm. Valkyrie gets stabbed. Yeah, we think she's dead. She's potentially dead. Then mm. turns out that she's fine in mm. the next scene. She gives her thunderbolt to, to Thor. Mm. Then Natalie Portman is dying mm. of cancer um, in a in a hospital bed. Then she comes back full strength as mighty mm. Thor. Then dies. Then appears at the end in Valhalla, <laughs> yeah. which also confirms that um, 
Idris Elba, uh, Heimdall is still alive. And they don't do... There's an end credit scene where basically Heimdall goes, we're in Valhalla, you're very welcome. Mm. They don't do that unless they're doing something with that in the future. Um, So that, for me, means that they're both still alive. Um, I'm sure there was something else. The the daughter, Thor's daughter, came back to life. I mean, like... Yeah, there were some deaths in the movie, but they were side characters. Like, yeah. Thor yeah. being the main villain. Main villains die sometimes in the MCU, but even yeah. then, sometimes they mm-hmm. don't. And look, as you spell it out like that then, it just made me think, it, it took away the surprise element of the film. Kill Korg. Yeah, well, it's just like, yeah, Kill Korg. Then he, he's back, back to life again. Then um, Valkyrie, she dies. Next scene, she's I, alive again. See, I and would have, like, like it, I would have genuinely believed maybe Valkyrie's going to die if they killed Korg. Yeah. But because Korg goes, oh, turns out my face mm. is the only thing that's alive. I yeah. was like, well, Cal- uh, Valkyrie's not going to die from mm. a stab in the back. No. Yeah. As soon as Jane was like, oh, we need to go back, I'm like, right, well, she's not going to die here then. Yeah. She? yeah. yeah. It, it, and it just takes away like, the gravitas of the situation mm. because if you think about, um, do you know what? One of the most, like, what's the word? Like, withdrawing scenes for me, like, made me go, <gasps> in a Marvel film, Infinity War, when Tony gets stabbed on Titan. Oh, yeah. He doesn't yeah. die, but yeah. it gives me the thought that he might. Yeah. Because Thanos has gone around in this film yeah. killing people and showing was... how powerful he is. When he stabs Tony, I'm like, oh it's my the God. first time and, you on. see. And then they pay it off because Thanos snaps mm. and he kills half the galaxy. Mm. They pay it off. Yeah. It takes the Avengers time traveling to undo the snap and they still lose characters Tony, Captain America, etc. in mm. that film. Well, it's the first time we've ever seen one of our heroes like seriously hurt, and we might think that he's going to die. Yeah. And now we get it all the time, and it just kind of takes the novelty out of it. Do you know what it's yeah. like? It's like the Black Widow film, current films, mm. because the thing with Black Widow is that they teased her dying, and the whole film I sat there like, well, she's not going to die, because mm. this is set before Infinity War. We know that she sacrifices herself in Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. So now... I'm always, like, watching it. And because they don't follow through with any kills, like, tell me, who died yeah. in one, uh, in Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness, that will stay dead? Who died? Who died that will oh, stay dead? Uh, some of the people, the, I always like to call it the Taj Mahal. <laughs> Karma Taj. Yeah, Karma Taj. Right, so side characters again. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, obviously, Wanda won't. Wanda's not dead. She pulled yeah. the temple down, but she's not dead. What, did someone actually die? And who no. Was yeah. No main characters died. Multiverse of no. Madness. They went through the whole multiverse and no main characters died. The Illuminati they killed yeah. off, but the Illuminati yeah. were in it for eight minutes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Then they don't kill anyone. And the problem that you then said, and this is like one of our final points, is there is so much going on. I'm struggling to keep up with stuff. Yeah. You said to me, the oh, at the end of the film, you turned to me and went, where's Gamora? And I had to yeah. remind you where Gamora <laughs> yeah. was. Mm. Because there's so much going on that you don't remember all these mm. side characters. I've got one character that keeps popping into my mind with this is the woman who's like the main person in the TVA. Yeah. At the end of that episode, at the end of the last episode, she wanders off and says she's going to go and find answers. If she showed up in something, I'd be like, who's that again? <laughs> I can't even remember what she looks like now. Exactly. Yeah. I remember Owen Wilson. I can't. I can't even remember that character is. Yeah. She's like the black woman with um, like tied back frizzy hair. But she's like the leader of the TVA. 
This is what I mean. Like, it's, it's there's there's so much going on, and the problem with it is, and I don't find it a massive problem. I'm still an MCU lifer, and I will be until the day it turns to complete garbage. And I think it's worth recognising it's not going anywhere. The no. MCU's not going anywhere. But what it is going to do is it's going to get really confusing. It's going to continue to be ridiculed. Um, people didn't like Multiverse of Madness, mm. me being one of them. Um, a lot of people don't like Thor Love and Thunder. You being one of them, yeah. as much as you say six and a half, I think you really mean about four and a half, five. Because <laughs> you've yeah. highlighted more things you didn't like than did. And yeah. the more I talk about it, the more I talk myself out of enjoying it. Well, I thought about it because I watched Doctor Strange again the other week, two weeks ago, and it was it was good. I, dis- yeah, I, just... I really dislike elements of that film. Yeah. Like, to a point that I've not disliked a movie that much mm-hmm. in why, the MCU. Why did you not like it the second time? Because I've got my reasons. I mean, I struggle with like watching films quite soon after watching them once before already, just oh, because no. I just like. I mean, we went I'd... to see Lord Thor: Love and Thunder for the second time <laughs> in a week. So, but no, I, I just think um, I don't know. I just think. I think it's just what we've been saying. I'm struggling to um, put the pieces together. Well, that's no, but, the... but I was just going to say as well, can you get away with like not watching the series no. and having it make sense? No. Do you think if you watch the films up to if... Ant-Man and all of that, which is coming up, yep. and The Secret Wars and that, which we presume obviously will happen, mm-hmm. and we watch that and then ask that again, do you think... You like, cannot understand back... it without the series. Because... Because that makes it do- too complicated, mm-hmm. though, because surely they must have taken into consideration that Put this in your head. some people are going to be... I've had this you know, happen. I've had this happen. Watching the films only. I've had some... this happen. Yeah. Someone at Philippa's work the other week said, I went to see Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness, and I hated it. Why did you hate it? I didn't understand what was going on. What did you not understand? Oh, Why was Wanda the villain? Yeah. Did you watch the series? No. Yeah. You have no idea why Wanda's a villain. You don't know mm. who the kids are. No. Tommy and Billy. She's going yeah. after these two kids. And if you haven't seen WandaVision, yeah. she looks like she's a fucking child snatcher. Yeah. Because she's mm. going after kids across the universe. Yeah. See, that's where I struggle with, like, as much as I want the MCU to be... You want like, it to thrive. I want to throw hundred percent, but yeah. that's why I struggle with. I I, I doubt. Home. Yeah, I have a lot of doubt about it just because. Well, you've even that. not seen Ms. Marvel yet. Well, yeah, exactly. And yeah. you're a lifer like me. Yeah. You will watch it, but you oh, haven't yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you don't know. Going into Thor: Love and Thunder, there were four episodes of Ms. Marvel. First, they could have easily set something up to mm. be mentioned when he goes back to New Asgard, for example. Yeah, but they didn't. Mm. Easily could have, yeah. and you wouldn't have known. And again, like, you know, it, it just seems everything's patchy. You know, like Eternals. Eternals. Like you're saying like... about, like, Eternals is something which happens straight after um, Infinity War, pretty much. Endgame. Or, or, sorry, Endgame. Mm. But it's like, again, like, apparently we've got a Celestial. There's a Celestial in the middle, middle of the, of the ocean. ocean. No one's referenced no it. One referenced it today. No one references it no today. No one's ever referenced no. it. Yeah, obviously the Celestials you see... In there, yeah, there are celestials and... in the um, in Omnipotent City, but and in um, thingy as well, in, his, uh, in the temple, uh, yeah, what's temple the end, yeah, when they go to eternity, just there about are, to fall on them, there, yeah, so that's one that's the main celestial, I can't remember his name, the one that comes at the end, the one that's like um, 
the red one that comes and gets him. Is at it the red end or green? Turns. It's got green eyes, but it's a red. Oh, it's green. Oh, yeah. It is, um, there's also Lady Death is one of the yeah. heads in there. The Living Tribunal, which is pretty mm. cool. The Watcher from the What If series is oh, one of those okay. statues. So oh, I didn't see that. It is pretty cool the way that they've sort of like dropped all these things in, and they. I've said it for weeks now. Um, they have to connect things. Yeah. They have to start connecting things. You've seen the Ms. Marvel finale. We mm. won't spoil anything that has happened, but what doesn't happen is a crossover. No. And mm. what I mean by that is, everything happens in New York. How could they not just have a scene where Spider-Man swings past mm. and is like, cool suit, kid? Yeah, yeah. That would have been like, oh, man, that's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, They're yeah, in the yeah. same they, universe. They know each other. Matt Murdock. She could have like met Matt Murdock in the street. Matt Murdock is canon now. It's the mm. guy who's yeah, you don't know who that is. Know, Daredevil, yeah. secret oh, identity, right, Matt okay. Murdock. Yeah. We know that Daredevil's in the MCU now. Wilson yeah. Fisk could have referenced Hawkeye. That whole mm. thing just happened yeah. in the MCU. The yeah. Hawkeye fight at the Rockefeller yeah. Center. Yeah. They could have referenced anything. And mm. it would have been a million times better than what they've done. Mm. I think that thought like we go back to Thor Love and Thunder as an <laughs> overall experience, <laughs> I like it. But I don't love it. Hmm. Would I take my kid to watch that film? I was thinking first hour, yes. Then they start talking about orgies, so no. Well, they <laughs> um, mention orgies. I think if you took kids to see, would be okay because they mention it. They don't really like, yeah, act upon no, it. But they explain, keeps talking about yeah, it. But they only time. say it for like five minutes. The thing that I think you can't take a kid to watch it. Gore the God Butcher is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. As a character, he, he is terrifying. The mm. one where he is in uh, New Asgard. Yeah, and, and he walks, and he's got the yellow piercing eyes. And but then and he's he like, like pretty. Yeah, but it's the bit where he's walking, and he's like this far away, and then it goes. And yeah, he's like that. Yeah. It's like. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. I love it. He's cool. so cool. fucking yeah, cool. Because yeah. I love it as well when you can't see his face, and it looks like he's. Um, you can almost see a, a slight kind of skeleton face mm. of him. Yeah. And then obviously he comes into as it. He gets closer. Just, yeah, One thing we haven't mentioned is he nearly killed Thor. Yeah, I see. Yeah, and like, I think he had that... easy chances to do it, didn't he? Yeah. Just... yeah, but he needed Stormbreaker. Yeah, true. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the one thing that I was like, why is he not? Oh, okay, he has to get Stormbreaker. Mm. He can't just kill Thor because mm. Thor has to call Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah. So, like, when he had them all in the tent thing, his whole thing was call yeah. the axe mm. because he needs it to kill all the gods. He knows he can't get to Omnipotent Sea, he knows he can't kill mm. all those gods. Yeah. He needs the axe. Mm. So that is quite a cool detail. Yeah, that he can't just crossing. swing through them at New Asgard. Yeah, mm. true. I really enjoyed parts of it. One of the things that we'll talk about quickly now, because we've mentioned it, are all the loose threads in the MCU. Let's just quickly try and summarise what we mean for those that haven't seen everything, maybe. End of WandaVision. I mean, like this is crazy, really. End mm. of WandaVision, you've got like Photon, who's now the in the news. MCU. Yeah. You've got um, White Vision, just sort of floats away. Nick Fury is a, a Skrull. Furry. Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, that's that that pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So Nick Fury's a Skrull, and he's up in Sword. Yeah. You've got, um, for, oh, I can't say about Ms. Marvel, but you've got Kate mm. Bishop and Hawkeye are now a thing, and they're yeah. just like off on his farm. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is now Spider-Man, but hasn't, like revisited anything since he went back to being a complete secret. Yeah. The Venom symbiote is in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange has got a third eye. Yeah. Um, like there's so much stuff. Moon Knight, you've Moon got three Knight. characters yeah. now. Yeah, Moon Knight's three ones. separate characters, but is one. Um, I think, and this is a little theory, really quickly, just because you've mentioned it. 
Moon Knight is going to get a massive push to be a big character in the MCU. Yeah. That's a theory of mine. And do you know why? Mm. He's in the title scene. You know when it's like the dun 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 and it shows all the pictures and it's got Snap and it's got all the women yeah. and it's got like when in Endgame when all the women come together and it's got Gamora um, and it's got da, 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 and the, one of the last things you see on the M next mm. time you watch something is Moon Knight. Yeah. And I think that they only put characters in there that they really care about. Yeah, yeah. It's the last one you see. Same with the Miss Marvel series as well. He's always He's the last there. one. So. And I think they're going to give him a push to be a big so. character, especially if they're going focusing on gods mm. going forward because mm. he is essentially a god. Mm. little theory of mine but this has been our full love and thunder mm -hmm. review let us know what you think of the movie in the comments on uh, on youtube send us a message on instagram don't forget to follow like share subscribe on all of the social media platforms really glad to have each other all together for once it's been a wonderful <laughs> podcast thank you very much for listening or watching and we will be back on sunday with our marvel ratings podcast don't forget to join us thank you very much we will see you soon